Livingstone. His second book chronicled that year of living among the greys, a narrative written in an alien era of youth so long ago that Kor scarcely believed in its reality. For the afterword, he offered an essay on the only recorded wolf attack on a human in the park. A female grey had crept into a campsite and stolen a toddler while the parents slept off champagne. He explained this killing as the result of food shortages, migrating herds of caribou confused by a late winter, heedless human invasion into the domain of the wolf, roads and campsites and oil-starved engines, all of it an affront to the majesty of what once had been. Even his own presence among them was an indignity. He felt that daily. The girl's death was no mystery, no myth, only elemental only hunger. He was asked to help in the stabbing cold of that morning, the nature writer who had been tent living among the clan of this killer. He could not say no. His daughter was the same age as the taken girl, and his love for her then felt already like loss. The guilt of a father whose work takes him from home. He and the others, the rangers and biologists and camouflaged men, tracked the wolf across twenty square miles over the northern range, through Lamar Valley. He rode on a borrowed four-wheeler and was in radio contact with the sniping copters he hated. He sent them false information so they would not find her. Then he rode across the line into Montana, where... Alone and sickened, he found her and shot her from forty yards on a cattle farmer's ranch. The rifle they'd given him had no kick. It was nothing like the guns he'd fired as a boy, at the range with his father before his father slumped from life. That morning, Cor thought his own land-born bullet more respectful than those from rangers impersonating gods. Through the scope, He could see the wolf's white muzzle still sprayed pink with the child's innards. Pieces of yellow pajamas were glued to the dried purple blood just over her flues. Her eyes were golden. Not the glow of red or green as in picture book terror wolves, but a dullish, perversely dignified human gold. You don't see yourself full, Kor knew until you see yourself reflected in the eye of a beast. This task was a test of human dignity, and he had failed. No one can deceive the eyes of a wolf. They always know. And in this way he came to know her, too. He left just after he killed her. This was his book. It began in tribute, and ended in slaughter. He'd studied that female grey for a year. He'd named her the name of his daughter. Examiners found much of the girl mashed inside the digestive tract. Goddamn murderer, the dead child's parents said of the wolf that robbed her. A goddamn demon. But Kor knew otherwise. The raider, this marauder, thief in the night. She dared to intrude, not because it was her wish, but because it was her need. Who was the transgressor here? He wanted to scold these parents, 
insist on a fine for their wanton camping in a restricted dale for the plastic trash dumped beside their tent, but he could not. Then he watched over the next decade as the gray wolf was hunted to near extinction, those cowards sniping from their copters. He recoiled each time he remembered squeezing the trigger on that adult female with the strands of cloth stuck to the hinge of her mouth. He became a help to Yellowstone reintroduction, penned newspaper editorials about man's hubris, spoke at college symposiums where khaki-clad alumni nodded in agreement, asked him to sign his book, and then quickly forgot. In her letter, Medora Sloan wrote of Kor's book. You have sympathy for this animal. Please don't. Come and kill it to help me.